Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today is a beautiful story, which I just heard from my friend yesterday for the first time. So it's hot off the press, except for that the story happened 29 years ago. But for me, it's fresh. So my friend um, tells me the story like this, that his wife was pregnant. She was in the early part of her pregnancy. And maybe it was a few months in, something like that, three months or so. They go to the doctor for a checkup. And the doctor listens to the baby's heartbeat. And he says, your baby's heartbeat is seven. Now, I don't know exactly what the numbers mean, but I believe that normal is something like maybe 70 or 60. I don't know if it means heartbeats a minute or whatever it is, but uh, seven is totally off the charts. That's totally not healthy. The doctor said, this pregnancy is not viable, meaning you're not going to have a successful pregnancy. It's impossible. With a baby having such a low heartbeat, it's impossible for the baby to live. Low lay, no, God, God forbid any of us should ever have that experience. Okay, fine, nothing to do. So the doctor said, yep, go home and do a complete bed rest. Just lie in bed and don't do anything. And you'll come back on Monday or Tuesday and we'll do what we have to do. You know, what's, what happens when, it, when a baby does not survive the pregnancy? There's certain procedures that have to be done afterwards. Okay, so my friend takes his wife home. The wife lies down on the couch or in bed, complete bed rest, okay? And my friend goes out. It's Friday. It was Friday, actually, the second day of Thomas. Um, 57... 54, 1994. It was the second day of Thomas, 29 years ago. So he goes home, and it's going to be Shabbos before too long. He goes to the mikveh, and the mikveh in the city where he lived was right next to the shul. And he saw the rabbi coming out of the shul as he was leaving the mikveh. As my friend was leaving the mikveh, he saw the rabbi coming out of the shul. So he said, Rabbi, is it still possible to receive a blessing from the Rebbe, to send in a letter? Because at that time, the Rebbe was in the hospital. He had been in the hospital for a long time. He was very, very sick. And the Rebbe said, sure. Come right in the office right now. Tell me what to write. I'll fax, I'll fax your letter in for whatever situation you have. And uh, it'll be brought to the Rebbe. They'll read it to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe will nod his head or shake his head or whatever, whatever he's going to do. And sure, blessings are coming out from the Rebbe still, of course, even though the Rebbe is very sick. Okay, so my my friend told the, the rabbi all the information, all what's going on, how the doctors had said it's impossible for this pregnancy to be successful. It's only a heartbeat of seven. And um, she should just go on bed rest and forget it because it's not going to be successful. And the rabbi faxed it in. As the rabbi faxed it in, my friend happened to look at the clock on the wall of the office. And he saw that the clock, the second hand, was just getting to the 12, 
and it was exactly two o'clock. Two o'clock in the afternoon. And he thought, this is very strange. I don't usually look at a clock this way and notice that it's exactly whatever time it is. But I'm, I'm noticing it. So happens. I'm noticing it's exactly two o'clock when, when this fax was sent in. Okay. So he goes to the store, does some grocery shopping for Shabbos, maybe some other errands, comes home and opens the door of the house. And he sees that his wife is like, running around the house, getting ready for Shabbos, you know, cooking, whatever, cleaning, as if, as if everything's fine. And he says, dear, what's, what's happening over here? Why aren't you on bed rest? The doctor said, you have to stay in bed. She said, I don't know, but, uh, I was lying there in bed and I suddenly noticed that it was exactly two o'clock and I suddenly felt great. I felt fine. I felt like, like a good pregnancy. I felt that good, healthy feeling. So I couldn't stay in bed when I felt so good. I got up and I started getting ready for Shabbos and cooking and, you know, uh, get, sweeping and getting the house ready and being like normal because I felt great. So my friend said, okay, uh, you know, whatever you say. But we have an appointment. Remember, we have to, we have to go back to the doctor on Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Fine. So they had Shabbos. And unfortunately, after Shabbos was over, the call came that, unfortunately, the news came that the Rebbe had been the Stalik. The Stalik means the Tzaddik leaves this world. We don't usually use the word die or Tzaddik. As the Gemara says, Moshe lo meis, Moshe did not die. But we use the word Nistalik. Or perhaps... Other words, even more gentle. But in any case, that's what happened. And of course, everybody was very sad and everything. But they go to the doctor. And the doctor does a um, an inspection of what's going on with her. Listens to the baby, the baby's heartbeat. The doctor said, I don't know what's going on over here. I can't believe it, but the baby's heartbeat is normal and everything seems perfectly fine with a baby. It seems that this baby that was not barely alive, was barely alive on Friday, all of a sudden is doing great. And sure enough, the pregnancy was fine. The birth was fine. And this boy grew up to be a 28 and a half year old boy, young man with his own family. And that was the miracle. So we see that even though it was Gimel Thomas, it was the day before, the afternoon before Gimel Thomas, before the Stalkos of the Rebbe, or whatever, the Rebbe being hidden from us, there was a miracle taking place through the brach of the Rebbe, which is, of course, we've said many times, all brachas, all blessings come from Hashem, but they are channeled by the tzaddik to the person who needs it. And this is what happened to my friend, Baruch Hashem. And may this be the um, the way that things continue with the Rebbe being able to uh, accomplish everything and 
May we have Mashiach and Geula happen immediately, in which we'll be able to again see the Rebbe and hear from him directly the Torah Chadasha Miti Teitzei, the new insights into Taita that will come from Hashem through Mashiach. And in this way, by learning Taita and doing mitzvahs, um, especially learning about Mashiach and Geula, acts of goodness and kindness and increasing and increasing and having faith in the coming of Mashiach, that this will certainly speed up the coming of Mashiach and redemption may happen immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.